Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. And this thing here is the Bageltron 2000. The Bageltron 2000 is my invention that opens up portals to other dimensions, which I've been traveling through for nearly four years now, visiting all kinds of parallel Earths and meeting all kinds of interesting people and people that are not necessarily always human. One who I think is human, although I guess we've never explicitly discussed that, is my roommate Jack Strobe. Hey, Max, we have a new Patreon supporter, Jackie. Oh, really? I put our conversation about Jackie and how she threatened my life on the Patreon feed. If anyone wants to hear about how she threatened me, you can join Patreon and listen to that. Right. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. But also thank you to those of you who have been leaving reviews. And we finally got through all of the past reviews, and now we're into reviews that people have left since we began shamelessly begging people to leave reviews so that they would be read on air. So if you listened to that shameless begging a few months ago, now is the payoff. It has finally come. All right, let's hear what they have to say. Here's the first review we got in response. It is from CM47, who... I might add, is also a Patreon supporter. Max, CM47, weren't you robbed by someone named CM47? Ah, yes. In our attempt to honor the Patreon supporter CM47, there was a run-in with a CM47 that's part of the Interdimensional Thieves Guild, and <sighs> he took the Rodney, and yeah, probably would have kept it out of the hands of the Catholic Church if they hadn't taken it from me. But the Patreon supporter CM47 is a good guy as far as I know. And he left this great review. The subject line of the review is informative and entertaining. I would like to say that I enjoy the documentation of Max's travels and the hijinks that come from them. Max, you should know that if information is shown in an entertainment way, people will be more drawn to that information. Love the podcast. I suppose that is fair. So I think what CM47 here is referring to is that a lot of these other reviews seem to be describing the podcast as very funny or some kind of a fictional thing, which I've expressed confusion about that. And I think he's yeah. trying to explain why that might be. It's a good explanation. Maybe that's right. Thank you. We appreciate the review. Was it five stars? It was. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And let's read one more. We do have a handful more after this, which we will get to in future episodes. But today, we're just going to do two. And the second review comes from someone named Jeremy Davis 58. I wonder what the other 57 Jeremy Davises are up to. Not leaving reviews on this podcast. Be kind of great if we got the whole set. But anyway, awesome. we do have Jeremy Davis 58. Got to start somewhere. 58 is a kind of an odd place to start. But yeah, it's a five-star review. And he says, a great scientific discovery for the ages. Now, I like the way this review starts off. Excellent subject line, A+. I rate that subject line of that five-star review, I rate that five stars. Nice. A great example of what humans can achieve when putting them in mind to a task. This is not that podcast. Wait, what? What podcast? A so-called scientist who discovered multidimensional travel while trying to invent what I assume is a huge machine to toast a bagel, what I imagine is an oversized toaster oven. But all joking aside, this is a great podcast to listen to, one of my favorites. I don't think I quite understood the jokes, but I appreciate the five-star review and the subject line. Great scientific discovery for the ages. And aren't you more of an engineer and inventor that's than right. a scientist? Engineer anyway? and inventor. I think I may have referred to myself as a scientist at some point, but that's more of a honorary title. An as aspiration, opposed to, perhaps. Yeah, as opposed to 
the literal training and experience that I have is definitely engineering, inventing, that kind of thing. Well, thank you to our reviewers and our Patreon supporters, and we will continue to honor and or dishonor you in future episodes. But what are you doing this week, Max? Okay, so I'm actually pretty excited. I've been waiting to tell you about this. You know, the Gnome magazine that I have a subscription to that I was going to get featured in, but didn't work out. Oh, you mean Top Gnome's annual? Yes, that's the one. So they have this thing in the back of the magazine where they feature an amazing piece. Let me get it out. I'll show it to you. See that? Oh, my eyes. Max, I did not need to see. Can they do that? Oh, I don't even want to know. Don't even answer that. How? Why? No, don't answer that either. Well, anyways, as you can see, the four gnomes engaged in right and you know this one is doing the to the other guy and then that one's uh, well I, yeah, I mean you can see, you well, what, can see. what are they saying though that just looks like gobbledygook yes exactly so the caption is encrypted why do they encrypt the captions well it says I, the caption on this one was too obscene to actually put in print wait so wait. it was too obscene to print the caption but they could print all of that now of those pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That must be unbelievably obscene captions. I mean, you can see it's actually a multi-page spread here. They got 57 different angles. Wow. I know. I don't want to look anymore, but that, mm -hmm. wow. But the caption is encrypted. The catch is there actually is a decoder ring that allows you to read the caption, but you have to write in for it. Okay. You have to submit a request online for the decoder ring. And I did that. There was this kind of really long survey that I had to fill out, probably something to do with targeted advertising. But I filled out all the information they asked for, and I just got a response back that says, I need to travel to these specific dimensional coordinates to pick up my decoder ring. So I'm going to go do that. Why don't they just send it to you? That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. The form was very long, and I didn't actually ask my address. I mean, I suppose they have my address because I have a subscription, but... The form didn't actually ask me anything about my subscription information. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, it's possible that the decoder ring uses some kind of like quantum technology that if they sent it through the interdimensional mail would get disturbed in some way. So you like you have to carry it through a portal. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. But anyway, you're going to go retrieve your decoder ring so that you can read something too obscene to print. Is yeah, that that's right. Mm -hmm. I got to know what the caption is. I mean, you can see. Look at all these angles. One of these days, Max, your curiosity and penchant for lewdness is going to get you in real trouble. I mean, I think we might really be able to say that that has already happened, but I always make it through somehow. So I'm going to head on over and get my decoder ring. So let me just dial in these coordinates here into the Bakeltron 2000. All right. Everything's all set up. So I'm going to flip the switch. And while the Bakeltron 2000 warms up, I don't really have anything else interesting to say. I'm just I'm excited to go and get my decoder ring. So I'm just waiting for it to warm up and everything to stabilize. And well, it looks good now. So I'm going to pop on over and uh, pick up this decoder ring so I can decrypt the caption. Good luck, Max. Thank you. Here we go. Whoa. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. I can't say I've ever popped into a moving bus before. It really threw me off there. I was standing up when I stepped through, but I was like literally on a row with a seat and the bus was moving forward, so I immediately got pushed down into the seat. There's actually nobody else on this bus. Next stop, 4th and Jackson. There's not even anyone driving this bus. It appears to be automated. Okay, well, this is definitely different. And there's nobody on this bus, so I'm not going to get any kind of Dakota ring, obviously, from an empty bus. So I guess I'm going to get off at this stop here. All right, doors are open. Let's hop out. Oh, wow. There is quite a crowd here. 
covering the sidewalk and the plaza here are people in suits holding up signs, like as if we're at an airport. And there's Jack Strobe over there, and he's holding a sign that says Max Adams. So I suppose he must be expecting me, which, you know, makes sense, but I just was hoping maybe it would Jack. Hi, yes, hello, I'm Max Adams. Ah, Max, you're here. Why was that bus empty? It's supposed to have a whole crowd of people. I don't know. How would I know why the bus was empty? Well, I just popped into this dimension and I was on the bus. All right, well, said you'd be here around this time. I've been waiting for an hour, though. What kept you? Nothing kept me. It's just the time that I decided to come over. I didn't know I was supposed to come over at a specific oh, time. Oh, that's right. Your dimension still shifts the hours back and forth every couple times a year, don't they? Uh, yes, that is a thing that happens, unfortunately. Uh, okay. I think I was using whatever the wrong time was. All right, I'm glad you're here, finally. Let's go. Okay. I'm here for my decoder ring. That's, uh, I assume, what we're going into this building here for. Yes. Take this slime slinky here. Yeah, open the capsule. Okay, all right. It doesn't sound like a Dakota ring, but... Ooh, ooh, it kind of crawled out as soon as I opened the lid. Ooh, ooh, yeah, those are pretty fun. Kind of tickles. Is this sentient? This is, like, kind of warm, but it's not sticky. It's not leaving, like, a residue. It's like a... Oh, it appears to be some kind of, like, sentient goo. It's kind of wrapping around my hand, and... Ooh, I kind of like the feeling of that. Ooh, I put my other hand next to it. It kind of goes between my hands. That's fun. Yeah, a lot of people find it relieves stress, and a lot of people are experiencing stress who are playing with those, so it makes sense. All right, let's go on. Okay. Wow, this is fun. All right, so you filled out the survey. Did you fill it out honestly? Well, yeah, sure. Of course. Is there any part that you exaggerated in any way? No, no, certainly not intentionally. All right. It does appear that you are what we're looking for. Congratulations. Uh, thank you? I thought I'm here for the decoder ring. Oh, yes, yes. You'll get a decoder ring, but you'll also get so much more, Max. So much more. You're going to be a new man. Okay. Max, you've been selected. Based on your survey results, out of tens of thousands of respondents, you have qualified to be sifted. Sifted? Oh, yes. Okay, I'm not familiar with that particular terminology. Can you tell me a little more about what that means? I think it might be more informative if I show you. Let's go on a little tour. Sure. You know what? That sounds great. All right. Did you see this little cart coming up here? We just hop on that. Ooh, yeah. It's like one of those airport carts. I love those. It'll take us through the facility Jurassic Park style. Right on. Wait a minute. Including the part where the T-Rex breaks loose and eats up the lawyer? Ah. Is that how Jurassic Park goes in, in your dimension anyway? That, in my dimension, that, that happens. Well, I mean... Yeah, they feed the lawyer to the T-Rex. You know, it's tied to a stake. That's uh, that's how they feed it. Uh, but when it breaks out, it, it attacks the family goat. Okay. Anyways, is there anything along those lines in this tour? Not intentionally. So, as you can see in this first room, there's a pleasant exchange going on. I don't think pleasant's the word I would use for that. Are those people pulling chunks of themselves off? I'm trying to parse what I'm seeing here. They're literally grabbing their own body and a whole piece of it just comes off, clothes and all, and then they hand it to someone else. Then that person like attaches it to their body and it... You played with Play-Doh before, right? Sure. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just as fun. Hang on. Are those real people? Are those humans? What? What's happening? Wait, no, wait. Hey, hang on. Hey, oh, okay. We're Things will become on. clear as we see a little more, Max. Okay. You know, I wasn't super stressed out earlier when you gave me this little slime stuff, but I'm getting a little more stressed out. But the slime is helping to reduce it. It's kind of like crawling up my arm a little bit. It's kind of fun. I think it likes (laughs) you. It's purring. Kind of a bubbly purr. Oh, yeah, it is. 
Okay, well, let's just see what's in the next room here. And oh my gosh. Ha. Ha. Now, I was told that this would be especially appealing to you based on some of your own work. Those people in that room appear to be each performing a live brain surgery on the person in front of them. And they're all in a circle. Somehow, each of them has their own head opened up and having a surgery performed on them while they perform a surgery on the next person. I don't understand how that's possible. I mean, the things going on in a circle, yes, I just certainly have some similar themes in my own work, which I'm not sure how you're familiar with. That wasn't in the survey, but, huh, this certainly doesn't shed any light on what was going on in that previous room. Well, you notice they're all making the exact same motions. It's synchronized surgery. Yeah, I do or notice that. Or as we call that. it, a surgery choreograph loop. Uh, uh, yes, that, of course you would Why call it that. Why did you make that, that face? Uh, it's nothing, I'm just getting over a, a condition. Mm. Well, the slime turned red. You don't want to do that. You better calm down. Okay, fortunately we've moved on past that room. Okay, well this next room looks calming enough. I see people in beds, although I am confused about the fact that roughly a third of the beds are on the ceiling. And a third of them are on the wall, vertically. Doesn't appear to be anything physically constraining the people to the beds. Never seen gravity work quite like that before. Actually, now that I look a little more closely, I see that a good number of the people on the beds that are on the floor are somehow lying vertically on their heads. What's going on there, Max, is a wonderful benefit of what you're about to experience. Gravity has not changed in there. Those people have changed. They are deciding to sleep on the walls, the ceiling, and by the force of their will, they are able to do so. Wow, that still doesn't shed any light on any of the previous rooms. I don't think I've... Max, they've been sifted. Right, yeah, you keep using that term, and I still don't really understand any better what's going on. Well, all right, maybe this last one will help you understand better. Hang on, this just looks like an actual scene from Jurassic Park. Are those just scientists in lab coats hatching dinosaur eggs? Yes, the subtext here, Max is that all of those scientists and all of those lab coats used to be chimpanzees. Um, okay. But they were sifted. Right. And now they're hatching dinosaur eggs. Uh Uh-huh. And they have a complete understanding of things that are beyond anything you can imagine. The chimps do. That's right. Mm -hmm. They're now also fully human as far as their external appearance goes. Okay. That still doesn't clarify to me what's going on, but it looks like the tour is coming to an end, and we've been deposited into an office. All right. As you can see, my seat has moved around behind this desk. I've been waiting for this day for a long time, Max. Wow. I hardly even noticed, but the slime worked its way down to my leg. It's kind of <laughs> that's cute. It's like wrapped around my leg and around the leg of this desk. Absolutely. The slime is one of the most delightful inventions that came out of the siftings. All right. According to my dossier here, someone needs to continue your podcast for the next three months. Uh, yeah, me. I'm going to continue my podcast. We'll take care of that. I just want to make sure that you don't have any other major life responsibilities that were not in your dossier. What? No. I mean, I probably have a few dates coming up with Kelly. We haven't put anything on the calendar yet, but what are you getting at here? The dossier says that Kelly is attempting to scam you for your money. Would you like your replacement to continue leading her on or break up with her? What? Wow, that's distressing information, but also 
replacement? What? Well, someone has to keep doing your podcast while you're sifted, unless you just want to let it stop. No, um, I came here for the Dakota ring. You're talking about the sifting, which sounds intriguing, but I need to get back. I've only got like 20-ish minutes tops to visit different dimensions with my technology, the way it's set up. So We have much more advanced portal technology, Max. We'll send you back. Don't worry. The 20-minute limit is not a problem. And your replacement will respect all of your property, all of your online accounts. Nothing is going to be damaged. Okay. You keep talking about my replacement. What are you talking about? Ah, let me pull back this curtain here. You see these vats? Uh, yeah. All right. This one looks like it's ripe. Let me drain this vat and we'll see one of your replacements in here. I, what? Oh, gosh. Whoa. Okay, there's like a cloudy solution that's draining out of this vertical glass tube and revealing what appears to be some kind of a humanoid lobster hybrid. Yeah, this one came out a little bit off, but I think it'll work. Uh, work for what? To replace you for the next three months. I do not have... No, no, no. Okay, hang on. I didn't sign up for any three-month thing. I don't need to be replaced. I just need to get my Dakota ring. Oh, you may not have heard of sentient creature eminent domain. No, I have not heard of that. Yeah, there's a law that was passed a few years ago. In certain economic situations, we can eminent domain your personhood. But it's limited to a year, and thankfully we only need three months from you. Three months? You... (sighs) Okay, listen, this sounds great. Okay, it doesn't sound great. It sounds weird, is what it sounds like. And I don't think that a lobster man can quite, quote-unquote, replace me. I think I'm just going to have to go home, so... Well, um, luckily, eminent domain covers this situation. You are restrained for the time being, while Lobster Max takes your place. Uh, no, that's not going to work for me. I'm just going <laughs> to... Okay, wait. I was, I was getting up to try and leave, but I... <laughs> I... Okay. The slime is not letting go. I appear to be stuck to this desk. Yes, it's uh, anticipating your desire to leave and thwarting you in the gentlest and most pleasurable way possible. I mean, the way it is grasping my ankle, okay, I admit it is somewhat pleasurable, but I do need to just... No, that's okay. It has a really good grip on there. This stuff just seems a lot more solid than I thought it was. Uh, this is a problem. Yes, and as long as you're not trying to escape, it should just be another gentle toy for you to play with. But if it's the moment it senses that your mind is attempting some form of escape, it will restrain you. And pleasure. Uh, huh. (sighs) I don't, uh, suppose I can open my portal. Uh, okay. I was reaching my thumb down to press the button on my remote, and somehow the slime ran up my leg all the way up my torso and down my arm and is holding my thumb and preventing me from pressing the button. I don't know how it even moved that fast. I thought it was only around my ankle, but here we are. Moves at the speed of neurons. (sighs) All right, Max, I'll just take that from you. No. And here's your Dakota ring. Well, that's great. I don't have the magazine here back at my house. Well, we'll provide you with magazines. (sighs) Again, only three months. And again, all of your things will be taken care of. And you didn't specify. Do you want Lobster Max to break up with Kelly? Uh, (sighs) She's ripped off numerous other eligible bachelors with money in the Seattle area. I'm having a hard time fully believing this news. She seemed like a really nice girl, although maybe the way she was still into me after I 
completely destroyed a restaurant on one of our first dates. Maybe that should have been a tip-off. The fact that she's into you wasn't a tip-off? Hey, now. You know what? I'll deal with Kelly myself, okay? All right. Then uh, Lobster Max will keep her on the hook, so to Uh... speak, with occasional sensual texts. Okay, are you being serious right now? You're going to send that weird lobster creature back to my dimension to somehow just step into my shoes? That thing doesn't even have feet. It literally can't step into my shoes. Figurative shoes. Yes. Lobster Max, say hi to Max. Hey, I heard that. Calling me a thing. That's hurtful. Listen, don't worry about anything. I'll take care of everything. I've been fully briefed on your dossier. I have all of your online passwords. I'll take good care of everything that needs to be taken care of in your place. And he's neutered. Wait, I I am? Oh, I am. Yeah, that's part of the VAT growth process. We don't want our creation breaking out into the wild. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, it doesn't look like I have much of a choice in the matter, so I guess have fun, Lobster Max. Oh, you can just call me Max. It's cool. I'm Max. All right. Lobster Max, I'm going to hand this recorder to you that Max has been using to record his adventures. Your main thing is just to make sure that his podcast keeps going. To use this recorder on your travels once a week, you should have a complete dossier that tells you everything you need to know. I wasn't even trying to hand you the recorder. Somehow the slime just, like, forced me into it. While also giving you pleasure. Uh, Yes, yes. (sighs) I see that you've also sent my backpack over there. All right, I'm opening the portal back to Max's dimension. Good luck. I'm not going to need it, sir. I'm a professional. Okay, listen, don't eat all of my score bars, okay? Ah, Max, you're back. That's right. I am. Ah, you look... Something's something's different, Max. I couldn't possibly have any idea what you're talking about, Mr. Strobe. Ah, yes. There's something... Did you color your hair? It's red now. It is red, yes. I did get a little bit of a dye job. Okay. I also got a new suit, as you can see, in the other dimension that I just came from. See my new suit? It's very nice. Custom tailored. And lobster hand replacements. I've been wanting to do that. How do you like them? Yes. uh, As you can see, these lobster claws that I am sporting are very versatile. I can do this and this. And watch as I fling my pack around and twirl it around on the claw and then catch it on the other claw. Pretty cool, huh? You cut the strap. Those things are sharp. Yes, that is one of the many features. Of the lobster claws. I am jealous, Max. How much did that cost? I've been looking into getting my hands replaced with lobster claws just like that. You know what? It was complimentary. Wow. So this dimensional trip must have been a great success. Absolutely it was, Mr. Strobe. All right. I guess that's it for this week. Before you go take notes for your trip, though, you should probably tie your shoe. Yes, I I see that my my shoe is untied. That must have happened as I voiced my way through the portal. Fix that here. Wait, you just tied your shoe with a knot backwards from what you usually do. I couldn't possibly have any idea what you're talking about, Mr. Strobe. Wait, wait, you're not my Max. You're not the Max that I know. You're an imposter. Max doesn't tie his shoe that way. I know how he ties his shoe because it annoys me that he does it wrong. I'm sorry, sir. I don't believe that I ever claimed to be the Max that you know. I am Max. I am here as his replacement while he undergoes the sifting. This is unacceptable. I cannot know. I mean, Max tied his shoe the wrong way before, and the way you do it is somehow extra wrong. 
ex- okay, this that, is un- totally unacceptable. I'm very sorry to have distressed you, sir. Listen, I can contact the agency and see what they can do about sending over a different replacement. Agency. Yes, that's what, what about my Max? Well, as I mentioned, he's undergoing the sifting. It is going to take some time. So that's why the agency sent me over to take care of his business in his place while he's undergoing the sifting. It's very simple, straightforward. Well, it sounds simple, but yeah, I would like a Max that does not tie his shoes in so obnoxious of a manner. All right. Well, until I can arrange a new replacement to be sent over in my stead, I suggest that you just not observe when I tie my shoes. All right. But that also means I have to not be in the same room as you when you tie your shoes, since you somehow make them squeak when you're tying them. That shouldn't be a problem. All right. Well, get that replacement here fast. All right. I'll see what I can do, sir. Until then, according to the information I've been given, I need to describe how I'm going to try this all again next week, visiting another dimension and whatnot. So until then, goodbye to whoever is listening to this podcast. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack Lobster Daddy Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max. The music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Wondering if you might qualify to be sifted? Check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm, where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and Jurassic Park-style peeks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm and visit us online at dispatches.fm. Body horror. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But whatever. We can. That's future us's problem. <laughs> okay. A surgery choreograph loop. <laughs> okay.